1: Hey, gang, great news. We have extended our partnership with the brilliant crew at CollegeFootballIsland.com and the Aer Lingus College Football Classic this year. Notre Dame Navy is the big game. And me, Ben, Propo and more going to be out there for all the build up. We're going to be recording pods. There's talk of a live show. We'll be at the game. We are super excited about it. We're going to be dropping special episodes of College Days here on the NC Show in the build-up to it. Lots of brilliant guests coming your way. If you haven't, if you didn't make it over last year, you've got to try and get out there this year or next year's games have been announced as well. So head on over to collegefootballisland.com. Find out more information from the website. We hope to see you out there. Hello, welcome to the Nat Coombs show, gang. I've been thinking. I've been weighing up a lot on my mind. The big questions, the big narratives that have been floating around the NFL the last couple of months. And I want to try and drill down and get into them a little bit more. So I picked up my phone WhatsApp Chris Milner from Channel Five's Ensign and, of course, National Vintage League and thought, let's get him on. Let's chew the fat. Which is the most improved team in the NFL right now? There's Aaron Rodgers. Make the Jets a Super Bowl contender. Who's done the best bit of business in free agency? All of this and much, much more The pressing questions coming your way right now on the NC Show. Chris from National Vintage League in the house and not just in the house, gang. Miss seconds before we started recording today. Dropping. A bombshell on me, which I'm still, just to explain my state of mind right now, my head is spinning, I'm excited, I'm not sure if I want to record this show or not, because of what you have just told me, big man, (laughs) tell
0: our audience at home. Well, I'm derailing the talking points immediately, as I tend to do, with completely non-NFL related stuff. We love that on the show. you and I are equally passionate about, which is the canon of Cheers and Frasier, which tends to come up every single time we talk. Uh, We're not going to get into who's better. Obviously we have differing opinions on that. However, Heritage Auctions, which is the biggest auction house in around the world, actually for memorabilia uh, and Mm -hmm. one we've, we've, we've worked with, have just put up loads of set pieces from the original set of Cheers, the original set of Frasier, as in you've got the cash register from Cheers. You've got the piano from Cheers. Wow. You've got all the photos from the walls. You've got the dining set from Frasier. You've even got stuff from Roseanne. Not really a Roseanne fan, but if you're a Roseanne fan, check it out. Yeah, it's so mad. If it's
1: can... unbelievable. So, yeah, okay, uh, where to start with this? Um, How? Ha-
0: because where different... well, to start is having more money now. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a month, and the
1: reserve <laughs> price on that piano is already ten grand. So see, that's what I was going to say. The thing that's going to be out of our out of our reach, realistically, <laughs> yeah. right? uh but there's going to be like all of these things accessible stuff right so or is there or is it all kind of crazy money what are we talking about is there well,
0: anything- we'll see i guess we'll see when uh i mean the thing ends on the in 26 days so auctions tend to always fly up obviously in the last few days so i think some of them are going to go for nuts prices um because let's be honest people that like that stuff and are going to buy that stuff are passionate about it and if you've got a
1: spare hundred grand which you and i don't um Propo does. Sure. Propo's sitting on a lot of cash, I reckon. So I'm going to reach out to him. Maybe we can put in some kind of collective show bid um and see if we can uh, if we can get, get the piano in studio. How good would that? How
0: good 100%. that? Hundred percent. I'd love to have Fraser's dining set in the warehouse rather than that sofa set up behind me. That'd be peak. But I like.
1: Yeah. I like. Oh yeah, I like the, maybe the karaoke machine uh from Cheers that Fraser gets obsessed with. Yeah. <laughs> they can't I mean, there it. we go. There's the crossover right there. They can't get him off it. i tell you what, uh, just on this, and you immediately kind of rolling to pop culture, I just want to reach out to one of our listeners who got in touch with us via Spotify, which, um, uh, internet, you can leave comments on our shows on Spotify now. And apparently we can run polls and stuff like that. So if you're a Spotify subscriber, feel free to let us know feedback on the show, just like, uh, Elux Oso. I look so so. He looks so so. E-L-U-X-O-S-O Always (laughs) like the football chat Don't mind the pop culture chat Okay Uh, We'll go Elu I think with this guy Uh, Uh, But when the fantasy movie chat Goes more than two minutes I'm hitting forward and he's put forward in capitals as well. So that is obviously when Ben and I will spin off and talk uh, usually the quarterbot Rubik Re- 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 franchise. Uh fair play. I understand the pop culture stuff might not be for everybody. We're gonna always roll with that on this show. And that's the beauty of listening to pods, right? You can do exactly that, Elu. Just forward it if you don't like it. Uh and uh, and everybody's happy. Everybody's happy, right? We are gonna get down to business. We yes. figured. Chris, uh, seeing as it's been a little while since you've been on, uh, quite a lot has happened, I think it's fair to say, in the yeah. NFL uh, over the last month or, uh, or so. We've got four or five questions, big off-season questions that we're going to fire out and discuss. Use that as a starting point. Uh, We've figure that will make a good show. So we'll start with, interestingly, something we talked a lot about on the show when all the hype was building up about it, and then because the deal took for a bloody ever to get done, we haven't really yet reflected on what it means for the AFC East, what it means for the AFC, and indeed for the NFL. Aaron Rodgers finally inking the deal with the New York Jets. Does that deal make the Jets Super Bowl contenders? Does Rodgers to the Jets make them Super Bowl contenders? I think here, we got to start with... Well, let's, let's remember what they've done in the draft. Let's kind of look at the roster as a whole. And then, of course, we've got to look at the path to the Super Bowl because it is going to be tough sledding to get out of the AOC East, let alone win it. So if we're talking about Super Bowl contenders. We comfortable that they're going to do it the Eli way, the Wild Card way. If we look at the, the roster, first of all, interesting story that broke last week around the offensive line. And there's no doubt that Rodgers is going into – a better offense than he's had in Green Bay the last couple of years. I think we're comfortable with that. Better line. Certainly better well, He's got Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, so two of exactly the same pieces that he'd managed <laughs> to not succeed with. Ah, the irony of him wheeling them in. I love that. A textbook Rogers, Textbook uh, fakery from Rogers. Let So the line is going to be in better shape. But this is the story that broke last week that I thought was interesting. Um, Miko Becton has been... Well, it's the first rounder. Has been... I hate dropping bust, particularly when you're talking about a blindside tackle, because as we often talk about on the show, you can get a lot of value out of a a first rounder on the line. Even if they don't play in their preferred position, you can rotate them up and down the line. And that's, of course, what's happened with Becton. He's had injury issues. They're not going to exercise the fifth year option yet. He posted something on social media in the last week that suggested, yeah, look, I want to play left tackle. Salah responded, textbook Salah in the presses. He can earn it, earn that gig. I'm just going to drop him and earn that gig. But it's testament, I think, to the strength and depth they have on the line. They added Joe Tipman center in the second round as well. Reese Hall's legit. You mentioned Lazard uh, and Randall Cobb, but he's got Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Tommy I was going to say, they're playing second fiddle to Wilson at this point. McCall Harbin's landed there as well. Yeah, yeah. Forget. Harbin's there. So offensively, they look, look legit, right? I mean, obviously they're going to be, Legit with Rodgers in, but I mean, what he's got around him, protection, weapons, good ground game with Brees Hall. I mean, I think they look like one of the stronger offenses in the AFC. Agreed? Mm. Well, I mean, yes, but Mm.
0: he did have a decent line in Green Bay. He had a decent run game in Green Bay. You know, so what's he got really? He's upgraded one, two receivers. Uh, I think the Jets defense is better um than Green Bay's um but like you said he's got to navigate the AFC and not even only the AFC division that he's in but the conference in general is he even some would say a top five quarterback in the AFC conference because you've got Mahomes you've got Burrow you know you've got Justin Herbert you've got Trevor Lawrence you've got Lamar Jackson
1: the great the good to of Iowa yes, is in that I would top say five.
0: yes he is but you know Jimmy Garoppolo's just gone in the AFC. He's going to have to face Jimmy potentially again in a championship game and lose again just in a different conference. (laughs) He's got to face Jimmy. And you know what? Jimmy always wins,
1: right? Yeah. No, no, he always, he's always going
0: to win. You you asked me the last time I was on, just after Derek Carr had gone to the Saints, does this make the Saints a Super Bowl contender? And I think I laughed out loud and (laughs) said, let's focus on winning the division first. And I think the same rules apply with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yes, in theory, the team has improved, but. I think he's in a harder division now than he was when he was playing against the Bears and the Lions and the Vikings. Well, should we look at the? Well,
1: look, I tell you what. Let, let's look at the division and look at each of the each of the teams in terms of overview of what they've been up to in free agency and uh, and the draft. But yeah, before we, before we get into that, like, the deal is what I wanted to to get into as well because, like I said, we spent about like every show around the world eight million hours on Willie Won'ty, where's Rogers gonna land, and then the deal's done, draft came along, and so. To summarize the deal, they flipped first rounders this year, basically, right? Yep. And then there was some low round flipping as well. The kind of murky waters of the fifth and sixth. Mm-hmm. The Belichick land. <laughs> which doesn't uh, matter. really matter, unless you're Belichick. Uh, but simply put, the Packers got a second this year, which they spent on uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end, right? So he's a second round. He's one, you'll remember, gang, one of the tight ends that uh, our friend Ben Isaacs, all pro college football expert, said is... A solid bet for a hit the ground running kind of player, right? So, the Packers got a decent, decent tight end, and they'll get a second rounder next year, which will become a first rounder if Rogers plays sixty five percent, right? Okay, yeah. so that's a that's a first rounder. But if the Jets are going to be good, talking what sort of 20, 20 down next year, right? Unless there's some kind of spectacular collapse from the Jets. What do we think of the deal? I mean, the money aside, just in terms of what the collateral that was I think up. the Jets got a steal, honestly. Mm. And I said to Ash,
0: right, so my co-host on Channel 5, Ash an the NFL, is a huge Packers fan, but has yeah, only ever course. seen the Packers succeed. Um, and she thinks, you know, the sign shun signs, shines out of every orifice on Aaron Rodgers' body. <laughs> and, I, and she said to me, well, the Jets are going to have to give up multiple first-rounders for Aaron. And I said, I don't think they are. Mm. I think they're going to give up a second. And if you consider all they did is switch first conditional first next year, they've basically only given up a second. Mm. You know, if Rogers avoids injury, yeah, they'll have to flip it to a first, but you know, that's a good gamble on the jets that he doesn't play 65% of snaps probably will. Um, But what have you got? you got a first and the jets
1: are looking much better now. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I'm talking about actually the question, maybe slightly unfairly in isolation of the money that obviously has, uh, has a bearing in terms of them acquiring the, the contract and it is a, is a hefty one, but I agree, you know, the, the, it was interesting how the narrative flew from, well, oh, if Rodgers is going to leave the Packers, it's at least two first-rounders to, oh, they might even get a first-rounder, and they kind of landed somewhere, well, definitely somewhere in between, but, you know, a, a, a second-rounder that's most likely to be a low first-rounder. I mean, that it's great business. But when also I think you look situationally, right, uh, you're getting one of the all-time great players, of course, but it's the level of upgrade. Going from yeah. arguably the worst starting quarterback in the NFL last season to certainly a top ten quarterback in the NFL this season, this, the the level of upgrade is, mm. is significant. There, all right. You mentioned the D as well. We've got to also emphasize that they added Will McDonald, of course, to to, to enhance the Ed rush. So that is going to be he's going to be a key piece again. A player that Ben feels is going to be alert and ready and rolling from day one. A day one kind of acquisition there, divisionally. All right. I'm a bit worried about the bills. Right. I agree. So firstly, a story not a huge amount of people are talking about. Leslie Fraser's taken the year off, take a year off from coaching. I know that this is an organization, more than most, I guess, that has continuity, that has patience, that has uh, a, a, <laughs> cohere, yeah. a coherent vision. <laughs> so you're thinking, you're yeah, they need a lot of patience. You, you, you have a coherent vision that you feel... When you take a key coordinator out of it, in the same way, when you're looking, I guess, at a successful Super Bowl uh, team or uh, you know not sorry a Super Bowl winner, but a but a deep playoff team, often the coordinators are uh, are ripped out uh, and they got to reboot. I guess it's less as significant here with the Bills and with McDermott in the mix, but he's such a big presence in that in that building. Phoebe tells us all the time just how significant a coach Leslie Frazier is. I think that's a that's a that's a, going to be a big loss, and I think that's been under reported in the draft Chris let's have a look so uh they took Dalton Kincaid first round which yeah, is so a the player that I Dalton.
0: love and I think that what do you love uh, about him talk later mm. um he's one of the I think like you said with the tight ends I think obviously this year was a very strong tight end class and I mean historically tight ends actually that were taken early rounds haven't had a lot of success in the NFL with the exception of maybe Tony Gonzalez but um, I think that um, Dalton Kincaid is going to do really well for the Bills. I'm happy that the Cowboys wanted to take him and uh, the Bills nicked him. And you could see on Jerry Jones's face, he was sad, which always makes me happy. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I think that they've shown that they can work well with tight ends in their offense. And in theory, you know, that could be a really big early impact player on on the bills but again i think that the, sam laporta to the lions will be a big impact player you know green bay there are loads of options i think the tight ends this year that got taken in the first couple of rounds are going to be quite impressive uh, more so than in the previous 10 or 15 years of early round tight end success
1: you know looking as you're talking it's a good point i'm looking at tight ends helpfully uh an article pops up all tight ends taken in the first round uh since 2000 but this was published a couple early... of clangers in there mate yeah Noah Fant, for example is a first rounder uh a Carl Pitts, we don't know we we expect him. hockerton i guess i mm. mean oh, these are recent go back yeah, further. Yeah. okay and joku but again would you say i suppose in joku is emerging into a first round oj howard yeah these aren't kind of first round first round talents yeah jermaine gresham Brandon Pettigrew, yeah, yeah, Dustin Keller, yeah, 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 okay, Greg Olson, I guess, is an outlier. Yeah, there. Greg Olson gets Jordan in there, Davis, but yeah.
0: but then I mean, but then you got a big break between like when Greg Olsen was producing as a tight end until mm-hmm. you had like you know Kelsey and um, what's his name um Kittle? from San Francisco, right? So now <laughs> yeah, whatever his name like, is, that pies. guy, the yeah. guy. Uh, Yeah, so now offense is like, oh, wait a minute. These guys are legit weapons. Mm. If you can get one that can block as well, you have an additional O-lineman. You run, you know, a lot of teams now are running two tight end sets. You know, there's there's the tight end resurgence is beginning in the way mm. the running back dominance has faded. Um, I think tight ends are now going to be the new bit piece on well, crazy like, cool offenses. If well, the Bills
1: already. have got Bills have got that guy. Do you like him, Dalton Kincaid? They got Justin Shorter, a receiver in the later rounds. A lot of buzz about him. He could be one of those sneaky late round picks that could could do something. Uh, Khalil Shakir in the second round as well. as a lot of buzz about him too. So yeah, interesting moves from the Bills uh, on the ground game. They let Singletary go, of course. They obviously feel James Cook is the guy. Defensively outside of Leslie Frazier, Tremaine Evans has gone too. So uh, yeah, let me clarify when I say I'm worried about the Bills. Bills, Mafia are out there. I'm not suggesting there's going to be an off-the-cliff situation with the Bills. They're going to be a, a playoff side. But I don't think it's a cakewalk to the AFC for the Bills this season. I don't think... I think they're going to be in a scrap. The question is, who with? Do we think the Jets are the most... Serious, credible contender to the division, or do you think the Finns are? You Miami. think the Finns, You think? I Miami. think
0: the upgrades that they made uh, um, in their secondary with with um, bringing over Jalen Ramsey is is going to be huge for them. Um, you know, obviously, Tua's health notwithstanding, I think that in theory the Dolphins could really put on a show this year. I think it's a pretty safe bet that the Patriots are probably going to bottom out the division, but then I think I agree with you that it could go bills jets fins or it could go jets bills fins or it could go jets fins bills but i think that you know patriots definitely bottom jets don't win it and it and 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 to be honest i don't even think the bills will win it so yeah i'm going to go fins to win that division dangerous but yeah that's what i think
1: okay patriots just look at what they've done just hear me out for a minute right I, i agree i think they are the weakest of four but as we went into last season and talked about the AFC West being the greatest division the NFL's ever seen. There is a lot of buzz about the AFC East being the strongest division in football, or at least in that conversation, right? Um, How
0: many teams in the NFC East when really made the playoffs last year? Was it, was it three, almost four? Okay. Three? So yeah, okay. I don't want
1: to talk about that, but it's fine. But if you oh, want to okay. weigh them up, I think the Patriots are stronger than Washington, right? If, you, if you're if you looking at the kind of respective on-paper CDs, well, hey, maybe we'll get into that. Uh, just look at what they've done. Firstly they've sorted out the complete shambles in terms yeah. of offensive coordination, right? And mm. Bill O'Brien is a classic example, I think, of a coordinator, an individual in, in the NFL that gets uh, a lot of negativity unfairly. He's just one of those guys because of what happened at Houston. Houston. cause he yeah, cause he hasn't made it um and he's had when, did he, leave time, yeah. when did he leave Houston? Two years ago. Right. Didn't they?
0: They won the AFC South in 2015, right?
1: Yeah. So they. When he won- was there, yeah. Right? They've, well, they had been a playoff side with him there. <laughs> they went like that. And they collapsed. Know, he's, he's super there. maligned. Yeah. And well, you said- forget that seven years ago he won the division. Yeah. Oh, and he had that role of, uh, you know, the geo the, obviously the Belichick disciple role of the kind of duality of GM input as well. And sometimes you know we get into this a lot on the show. Sometimes there are guys that just suit this role. You give them more. It's a too much, The situ- but also the situation. Look at the history of Belichick, right? I've got a Belichick book right here. You he Connor's Belichick book that I'm into. Just go back and look at the history of Belichick, gang, and the fact that he wasn't a day one legend. Belichick, it took time. It takes time. Okay, but the point is, Bill O'Brien, he, I suppose the other issue with O'Brien and the negativity is that it's kind of retro, it's throwback. And this is what Belichick did last year. The offense is ugly. It's you know heavy set tight ends ground game smash mouth. We're in two thousand and three, and it didn't help that he was giving jobs to his crew, his old school guard, and you've got all of these younger and hipster McDaniel coordinators out there just carving up next gen plays. Right, so I guess because O'Brien's a throwback, I quite like the Patriots in this mold of seasoned grizzled vets old school coaches around there. But adding to that, mate, they've got I like what they've done offensively. They've got Gasicki. I think that's a great pickup for them. Can't block, doesn't matter. He's gonna instantly add a lot of edge to them. Juju I think is a, a such a good pickup for the Patriots. Gonzalez in question, and, question. Hmm. who's throwing to these guys? Well I think it's gotta be
0: Mac. I think that's the Mac another. that they put on the trade block. I Matt, think I'm saying think, Matt Jones that they drafted three years ago. And now he's on the trade block, Matt Jones.
1: I think that's another. I think that's another overblown hysteria. One of the best rookie seasons in recent memory. Okay, regresses second year, but we know why he regressed second year. I think he'll. I think he'll bounce back. I think he'll bounce back. Yeah. Uh, who do you think they start? You don't? Do you start? Um. I think that they have out of all the
0: teams in the division the biggest question and under center. And I mean, I don't think his job's a shoe in. You know, we'll see. I don't really I'm not really sure. Who would you I, I, start? I
1: GM Chris Milner. Who would you start? Oh, I would have traded for Aaron Rodgers, personally.
0: <laughs> you gotta get Jimmy back. You yeah, but go don't worry, Rodgers will go to the Vikings next. He's following the Fav trajectories. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I hope I hope he doesn't follow that too far. But... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Start suing Pat McAfee. Um, it's all kinds of shit. Uh okay, they took Gonzalez... um to add to the secretary, brilliant picker. I mean it's the, the prototypical Patriots player.
0: Interestingly fell that far and was yeah. and was projected first 10 overall and then got yep. passed on by I think two teams in desperate need of cornerback because Seattle didn't take him, they took with a spoon, Washington didn't take him. We took Manuel Forbes. Uh, mm. and then I think then he went, right? And then Joey Porter dropped even further. Joey Porter but... was went second round, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but um, from what I heard, there were some knocks on Gonzalez, and it's interesting that he's gone into the Patriots because uh, I heard. Well, I remember, this is complete hearsay, and I don't know anything about this guy. And to be honest, I really wanted him in Washington. And when he was sitting there, I was like, "We're getting Gonzalez. Fire, fire up the bunting machine." And then we took Emmanuel Forbes. I was like, Googling
1: who the hell. <laughs> Well, Um, if you'd listened to College Days, you would have known exactly who Emmanuel Forms
0: was. A big, big mistake on my part. And after doing some very, very limited research of watching every draft pick's first tape that popped up on YouTube, (laughs) I'm now confident in saying Washington are going to win the division and the Super Bowl as usual. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I I think Gonzalez dropped dropped for a reason, man. He only had one good year of play, supposedly. He moved teams to follow his head coach or his positional coach. Some people say he hasn't got that dog mentality this intangible that they want corners to have i don't know we'll see well i love making projections after the draft on how well or poorly teams have picked and then being shown up entirely within the first three games when
1: gonzalez gets nine picks and emmanuel forbes does nothing um but we'll see you know what i i hear you and i love the fact that there is this constant every year this constant wave of experts on draft picks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally watched about six minutes tops of yeah. of highlight reel stuff so just, everyone's just like have you watched the tape and it's yeah. like by the tape do you mean <laughs> the
0: first highlight video that came up well? <laughs> on youtube yes yeah. indeed uh, i've that? watched them
1: all i know all about it that's <laughs> yeah. why we that's why we are lucky to have the likes of ben isaacs on this show because he he properly watches tapes so he uh, yeah he will tell you what you need to know so if you haven't uh, deep dive into we've got three or four college days in the vault i and mike as well again uh of course an avid tape watcher that doesn't just go on just yeah. go on the first article he read he will uh he will fill you in as well on his take on a number of key players both uh in the vault but also i'm mike back in the house friday it's an i'm mike mailbag special as well so get your questions in at, at via social at the nc show I
0: remember to pre-order ben's book that's coming out in august that i think you and i are both featured in we are both featured in there Absolutely we go right. so we
1: I- should be picking this book up more you know what? Not just me and he featured, but and Mike has written the forward as well. So we should be. We we'll big the book up. Uh, Ben's book is out. We're going to put a link to it. Uh, we August, late of- August,
0: I think. Just in time for the start of the season. You can pre-order now on Amazon. Um, and yeah, if you want to read
1: what me and Nat have to say in prose form, please go yeah. ahead that's the only reason you should buy it right that's yeah I mean. right yeah. <laughs> i like the fact you're shilling the book is they maybe you want to are you on some kind of has ben put you on points for the book <laughs> i should well have asked know? for that but no give me points all right so you know, the other point on the patriots i just wanted to get into and we're still on question one we better, better pick up the pace but this is a point that bill barnwell made which i think is a really astute point and hey it's barnwell so not a surprise there the fact they didn't look at receiver, and I know that maybe they've had their hair, fingers burnt. Better check in the past from receivers when he's drafted haven't kind of gone to plan, and or Harry, of course, most most recently, but they are obviously big on Tyquan Thornton, second year receiver, because they they didn't make any moves. Re- well, okay, I mentioned obviously they brought in gisiki Juju's there, but they Barmore reckons they're big on him. So again, just bringing this all together in a hopefully calm, rational manner. I'm not saying the Patriots are suddenly going to be lights out contenders for a deep playoff run. But when you put it all together, I think they're, they're demonstrably better year on year. And because Belichick is so good, they competed for a lot of last year in a lot of games. I think they're going to be an 8-9, 9-8, maybe if they get the rubber, the green, a 10-7 and kind of gig. Um, well, wow. then it becomes, this becomes, uh, you know, uh, so hard to call. Back to the original question. Does Rodgers make the Jets Super Bowl contenders? I think he does. Demonstrably, even despite the toughness of the division, the likelihood or the realistic possibility of uh, on the road getting it done. I think he does. I think the, I think the Jets are a top six team in the AFC. And I think, therefore, when they're in the mix... Can they win three on the three on the bounce and make it there? Sure. Uh, absolutely.
0: Cool. Well, if he wants to go to the Super Bowl, he's got to be a top two team in the AFC. And that is still yet to be seen, um, you know, at eight and you know, eight and nine record for the Patriots, ain't even getting you a wild card spot in the AFC. You know, whoever wins that division is going to have to win it profoundly, mm. uh, you know, 12 plus games. Uh, and I think it is a toss up between the Jets and the Dolphins, um, you know, but like you said, it's it's unpredictable. And, you know, it would be great if you were right. And the Patriots just blew everyone out of the water mm. uh, and uh, and everyone was like, oh, why haven't we focused on Bill? Why did we forget about Bill? It was all there. The evidence was all in front of us. You could recall- said
1: it. <laughs> we, You and I could recall a version of Forgot About Dre. Uh, <laughs> I, call <it> for- <laughs> I call it Forgot About, about Bill. Bill. Just see him riding around the mean streets of Boston in a low rider. Yeah. I will I will be Eminem in that um in that <laughs> okay. uh, Just to be clear, just in case there was any ambiguity there, with the question, will Rogers make the Jets a Super Bowl contender? I think the Jets are a super bowl contender, not the pay I think the Patriots will be will battle. I'm not suggesting the Patriots are a super bowl contender. Next team, next question. Most improved team. God, based on to... free agency, based on draft, yeah. You know, I don't want to I don't want to say it, but
0: it's gotta be the Eagles. Uh... Wow, and remember, this is not just because
1: uh, the United's question is who had the best free agency, not the Eagles, but after the draft. Mm. Yeah, you, you got to look at both. You got, I guess, it you got comes... yeah. the draft free agency, and obviously, some free agency elements of free agency are, are returning or re-signing existing players, and that's I think often an overlooked mm. part of it. Where we construct the shiny new pieces added, but that's a big part. But but and then the overall collective. So, for example, coordinators they have left certain teams all of everything in the mix since the Super Bowl, most improved team so far. You're you're saying the Eagles, put your case Yeah, and my argument here
0: is the Eagles were one half of a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl and they lost that half of a quarter on their defence and they lost very narrowly. And a lot of people thought it would have been fair had they won that Super Bowl. Um, The best defensive team in college football over the past two years has been the Georgia Bulldogs. And at this point, they now have five of that that double national championship winning team um, on their roster. Um, mm. You know, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carton, Kobe Dean, Nolan Smith, Kelly Ringo, all were part of those. Both both of them, uh, all, all five of them have rings. And they got DeAndre Swift, who actually was also a Georgia Bulldog, wasn't on the same team. But I think that that defense yeah. is fierce. It was fierce before, it's fiercer now. Um, and I think it's the only team in the NFC East that I'm seriously worried about pulling my team's pants down Mm. um and uh yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they do but the problem you've got as an eagles fan or an eagles player or if you're you know jalen carter dodgy guy potentially some there's articles coming out now saying even if he dropped to the second round teams wouldn't taken him wouldn't have taken him that guy's got an expectation going in that he's going to have a super bowl ring on his finger next year Mm. right most Eagles fans and players have an expectation that they're going to win another Super Bowl next year. So, anything short of that is a failure. Right? I'm going to say that anything short of winning a Super Bowl for the Eagles next year is a
1: failure. I, w- I want to let Yanis hear you say that and <laughs> see what his response is. Of course, because I don't want him to. Don't get me wrong. Look, up.
0: I mean, right. I'm a, I'm a Washington fan all day and I would love to see the Eagles crash and burn, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to be fierce, fearsome. And I think that next
1: year they're going to light a lot of people up. You know what? I, um I, I like the answer. I, I, one of the deals I really liked in free agency uh, and just on the re-upping point was Bradbury. You know, I think that yeah. under the radar, I, I talked about that with Iron Mike. I, I think it was, I think that's a really smart move there. they've got, st- it's uh, so much veteran experience in that locker room and, and specifically defense that I think that will the gate, the Jalen Carter issues, or at least they That's feel confident, good. confident that that, that that will be the case. So yeah, I, I really like that call. Um, and yeah, Deandre Swift's a brilliant pickup. Yeah. uh, Like it. I'm going to go a little bit left field with this answer. I think the most improved team, at least on my shortlist, maybe I haven't landed 100%. But the name that kept coming back to me as I knew we were going to get into this on the show are the Falcons. Ooh,
0: interesting. Now,
1: if we're going to follow through some of the narrative of the show so far, I'm not saying I think the Falcons are going to be a playoff side necessarily. Completely if, open division, though, so it could be. Yeah, it's a right, it's an open division. No one's taking them seriously, I don't okay. think. Make what why? Because of the quarterback situation. And sure, that is obviously the big concern. But they've added Taylor Heineke, by the way. Come on. Come on. If Ridder doesn't work out, He's a legend forever. We love him on this show. He gets dropped in week six. And they play Washington. <laughs> they play after that's, that. That's where they bring, that's where they wheel out Taylor. So look, let's let's have a look at what they've done. Firstly, they have well, let's look at offensively. Outside of Taylor, hi, Bijan Robinson, one of my favorite picks of the draft. I am very much team, you got an elite running back, a generational McCaffrey-level running back. You take him early. I don't care if it's, to your point earlier, it's not fashionable. It's not the done thing. There's depth, yeah. Love it. He's going to be incredible from the get-go, particularly with a raw young sophomore quarterback they're not sure about. Look who he's got around him as well now. So you've obviously got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, elite players that can really kick on this season. Scotty Miller! I mean, who's what's not to love about Scott? Scotty Miller's gonna Scotty pick up three or four 47-yard passes to break open a game. Uh, we want to hear Scotty Miller dropped plenty of times this season. Really, really like the the range of weapons. So, so. Strong, even though there is obviously this. Okay, maybe the the, the weakest quarterback. At what based on what we know right now, and again, if we go back to, uh,
0: but what do we know of exactly? We, of, we of, ever
1: looked a bit shaky in the... Well, of course he did. Show me one rookie quarterback that didn't look shaky, and he was in yeah. a bad. And team. if you look at his college <laughs>
0: report, not that I have, I've watched the first YouTube video under six minutes. <laughs> um, apparently he was supposed to be very good, and a lot of people are saying if you brought in the previous couple of years quarterback class and mesh them in with the current most recent quarterback class, those three first three quarterbacks that went wouldn't be the first
1: three quarterbacks on that board. And Desmond Ritter would be above those. It's a great point. It's a great point. And as with Sam Howell, sorry. You're right. Sam Howell too. The situation is something we talk about all the time inevitably with quarterbacks and he's going into a good situation in terms of, okay, worried about it. Just hand the ball off to Bijan for 44 dives a game right now. Yeah. Defense. They've added Jesse Bates. Love that, Neil. Jeff Akuda, I think, could be an inspired signing. Goes opposite AJ Terrell. Akuda's a oh, draft, but he's a former first rounder. Mm. Absolutely a precedent is set that, okay, let's go again. I mean, a, it's a fresh chance for me. He's up, uh, uh, across one of the from one of the best corners in the business. That I think that could be inspired. Bud Dupree? Mm. Added. I mean, I love the business they've done. Falcons in that mix. I'm not saying they're the most improved, but they are one of the most improved.
0: Yeah. No, I 100% agree. And you know, I, it, as you said, is that that division is is completely open. I mean, all eyes are obviously going to be on the Panthers. You know, they're not. If you trade up to number one spot and you take a quarterback. Pressure's on. Mm. You know, Saints. We discussed last time. They've improved as well. You know, they got your boy driving the car now. You know, Falcons are there. Tampa, we'll see with Baker, eh? But, um, you know,
1: could go who's any your, way. It could your money any division? way, that division. Yeah, that could. I mean, it really could. Yeah, the East might be the most competitive, respectively, conference-wise. South, South Open, Open one of the most fascinating, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the relegation scrap in in the, in the Premier League, right? It's kind of like it could go that six or seven teams, and it could go. It might not be the best football you're seeing, but it is compelling, and that division is going to be compelling. And I, uh, I don't know. I need to I need to drill down further. We're going to obviously be rolling through the off season, and I'm reading at different perspectives. Incidentally, shout out for some of the guests we've got coming up on the show over the next few weeks. The great Greg Rosenthal back in the house. Jay Bell in the house. Oh, Imagine- when you speak to Jerry bell can you please Ooh. tell him to come down to the
0: warehouse actually as do you because Ooh. the amount of dms i've got between me and joe bell just going mm-hmm. hey you coming to the warehouse soon it's like yeah 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 it's on the agenda no worries i was like hey warehouse soon, yeah yeah, yeah cool no worries four years
1: ago is back i was checked the other day <laughs> i'd take the hint by now big man yeah I'd, probably uh, yeah so why thing. haven't you been hey you hey you've been on the show right that's different right, yeah. you know yeah. if i was really ghosting you you wouldn't be on the you wouldn't yeah that show. Is true, i guess yeah. uh we i do we need to that. hey you know what we fired out something on social media in characteristic NC show form, Barty late um, for the record. Uh, but next time you're on, we'll do it. So fave bit of retro merch that you got at home. That's a question that I'd love to hear from our listeners. Cause I got, I remember going way back chatting to Vern about this when we were doing back in the channel four days, how, cause we're a similar age. he's a little bit older. Uh, we're similar, similar vintage. And we were, as I've talked about many times on the show and indeed with with the first down generation, but also there were other the books you buy at Smiths. Wait a minute, you're wheeling up. Oh, I've got to come and grab a first down. I've got a whole He's holding up a gang room, of first downs. He's got a whole box of them there. There were um there were different what have you got there? That's all first downs. All have you got other round. other magazines from that era? Because I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got, quarterback. I've got quarterback, quarterback. Quarterback, that's right. Quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Gridiron UK, I'm all oh my god, quarterback showing us issues a quarterback right now. Oh okay. uh, no, they will drop on the floor. Mate, I am definitely okay. I admit, I'm no. in, I'm in to get some swag. But what about you at home, gang? Your favorite bit of merch, old school merch. What are we saying? Old school, well, it doesn't matter, it depends on your age, right? But it's something from, from your early yeah well how do we define it you're the you're the guru what are we saying well, how record- old am i are we talking me personally or in what, general well the question for you too but i suppose if we're asking listeners their favorite bit of old school merch to finals we're just saying something that feels retro to you how about that i
0: mean this guy's been sitting here for a while oh nice classic sand net doug williams the best quarterback we ever had the great doug First Williams, black mvp of a super bowl uh, that played quarterback and uh, yeah, absolute legend. And also played for the oh no, that's the piece. And a jet as Doug. well. I
1: I, um, I met Doug Williams at one of the NFL London games, uh, and I'm trying to remember which one now because he wasn't on TV. Like he wasn't a guest in studio. It was bouncing around at some event before. An absolute jet. Uh, oh no, actually
0: it's Rawlings, not it? Whoops. Oh Never Rawlings, happened. love that. Um, but did you know after Tampa Bay before he, mm. um came back to the league he played in the usfl for one season right with the oklahoma outlaws and they were the oklahoma outlaws only for one year and then i think they moved to arizona but we have an oklahoma outlaws 1983 usfl swingster jacket as well um so that for me is a cool one because USFL. how often do you see any of that love, love that it
1: gets i want some trump specific usfl there everybody. you go there's some old senators gear <laughs> <laughs> donald yeah. j trump on the thing yeah love God. it. And just just as we got on the subject uh and hey like you like your shield for ben i'm gonna i'm gonna roll for you if our listeners want to get involved with what you're doing where do they go can they book an appointment at the warehouse can just they come on- down I'm yeah,
0: there. it's 8.30, uh, sorry, 8.30. No, this is what other time I had to get up to be on your show. Uh, no, 10.30, <laughs> so we're not even technically open yet. Um, until 5, Monday to Friday. Uh, text us, DM us, email us, go on the website. You can collect in-store. If you don't want to pay shipping, you can come down, buy something online. If you don't want it to miss out, grab, grab it here. Uh, and we can chat about NFL, play the N64, have a beer. Love that. It's uh, a very, very nice shopping experience. You really exactly. enjoy it. I recommend you come down sometime. I'm going to
1: bring J Bell. We're going to rock up together. <laughs> we'll do it. Oh, wow, that'd be good. You know what? Have you got any old school OC merch as well? Because I'll I'll talk to Osin. We'll all come down. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You have? Yes. He's going off again. So listeners, I'll paint the picture for. You. He's got out. Not only is he gone away from the screen, he's gone out of the room. He's gone out of the room. This is the bit where Propo drops uh, elevator music to cover the film. He'll probably ask because of course Propo hasn't turned up for the show. I mean. No surprise there whatsoever. But it'll ask me if there are any gaps. And this is one of them. Though. now he's back in. Chris is back in. Oh wow, He's got two. Three. And that
0: one is super. You've been 42,
1: no way. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. And All right. that one's signed. Oh, you got OC to sign it or did you did it arrive signed? OC would OC has only ever signed one thing for me, and mm-hmm. it was basically accompanied with a uh A note from the former head of socials for NFL UK basically going, this is the only thing we're going to do for you. Please never contact us again. Uh, And then four years later, we're kitting out players with them. So shout out NFL UK for doing that 180. But yeah, um, OC. Oh, actually, we saw each other at at, um, uh, Wembley. Yeah, for the the Denver Jags game. Because I was... um, asked by the RAN NFL guys who's the German production guys if they mm. could borrow some vintage stuff to dress their set and so I went with them to up to their sort of booth which was right next to... next to. It, I know
1: I've, done, I've I've many a time I've had an anchorman moment with the RAN NFL guys yeah we we're, them in, in, an, yeah, we're in one in a moment in there
0: next to us Lovely the guys. other side. yeah yeah, yeah. right
1: so I would just come from our pop-up
0: which we do every year at, as separate to the stadium up at the green man I came down obviously to do media stuff that as well. And I go outside and I just sold an OC jersey at the pop-up. And I went outside and OC was standing there. Uh and J Bell. And J Bell's so friendly. J was like, hey, how's it going? see you know, very stern and you know, hi OC," And I just go, Hi, OC," I just sold one of your jerseys. And he goes, Guess you owe me some money then.
1: It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love that, man. And oh, that is <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I'm not sure I'll be able to get OC down based on those stories. <laughs> but J Bell, J Bell, i work on. All right, next up. And we'll put, incidentally, a link to National Vintage League, all the players. Yeah, he'll just come down, take his jerseys, and walk out. (laughs) You're not going to say anything either, quite frankly. (laughs) Uh, We'll put links to uh, all of Chris's different handles in the website in the show notes. If you want to get involved, that's where you head. Go to the show notes, uh, wherever you listen to the pod. All right, next up, best free agency deal. The best deal Mm. of free agency. When you mention that, are you talking individual player or team
0: You can take it any way you want to take it, my friend. Okay. Well, I think that two teams have done really well in free agency this year. Um... Uh, And also, I mean, sort of a follow on from last year, um, Seahawks and Bears, because, you know, if you trade the number one pick or if you trade Russell Wilson for the amount of stock that they got for him, um, you can really make some really good moves. Uh, And they did so in the draft. But in free agency ahead of that, the Bears stacked up with Mm. a lot of low risk moves, with the exception of the two linebackers. And yeah, you could argue they shouldn't have given up Rokon Smith, whatever um most of their free agency signings haven't cost them a lot of money uh dj moore was included in that trade package so they've upgraded at receiver Uh, i think they've basically added depth across the board and they've definitely improved um at linebacker and then you've still got a massive haul of future draft picks um from from carolina so i think in theory on paper bears have done very well and you could say exactly the same for the seahawks um with how they've done with regards to moving on after russell wilson left because i think everyone kind of panned them and then gino turned up and balled out and everyone's like oh wait a minute these guys are actually really good even without him and they've got a load of first round picks and a load of draft capital moving forward so yeah i think those two teams in terms of how they're playing the game have smashed it over the last couple of years
1: you know it's interesting as you're talking. I guess the NFC North is in that same conversation as the South, right? In terms of completely wide open. We don't know what the hell we're going to get with Jordan Love and the Packers. I suppose the Vikings are, are the favorites. I mean, a fraud at the wheel, bro. And You are to throwing mm-hmm.
0: some proper shade on the Lions there. Um, I think the Lions are going to win the division.
1: Yeah, I think that everybody's team that in terms of neutrals that you that you want to see win, i just I, I just don't know well you know what because we're gonna we're gonna look at head coach on the hottest seat in a minute so we'll come back to that because i've got a few thoughts on on that for me i'll go if you've gone team i'll go individual for best free agency deal a lot of love for the hipster pick anyways is, is david long to miami right that's the kind of inside baseball pick uh carlson i think like that pick at the time like that move at the time what the pick sorry go get your draft on yet like that deal at the time uh and it makes a huge amount of sense for a lot of reasons, including value including need bet all of that so sure slightly flashier riskier big upside i love I don't know. This is not going to be fashionable. This is a bit like me. We've talked about this before when we've got into stand-up. Chris, of course, listeners, if uh, you don't recall, or the first time you check it out Chris on the show, a uh, stand-up comedian as well as TV presenter and entrepreneur. Um, and obviously, that's where I started out. So we've compared notes. And my love for Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, a much line figure in the world of stand-up. Because it's- he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> No cure for cancer. One of the great hours of stand-up ever. And forget, I don't want to get into the whole Hicks plagiarism debate. Just as the stand-up, Leary's incredible. But very unpopular choice. Very unfashionable. In fact, it's very easy. There's a kind of momentum, consensus opinion, yada, yada, yada. Same thing when Odell went to Baltimore. They paid too much. I think it's ridiculous. I don't... The upside here, I think it could be inspired. Oh, Everybody's yeah. saying it's a bad deal. It's not a great deal. I love the deal. What's the one thing? Well, one of the main things we were saying Lamar needs for really the last few years may arguably ever Definitely, yet. Yeah. Exactly right. And they've got it. And Odell, he's had a season off, rested, season off. ready to roll. And Zay Flowers take a bit of pressure off. Big time. Love that. So I love Odell. That's my sleeper pick. Jawan Taylor I love
0: that too. And you know why I love that? Tell because me. I left him on my fantasy bench in my keeper league last year. So in theory, I could keep Odell Beckham in like the 12th round next year. Nice, so, nice. I might
1: roll the dice. Oh god, that reminds me. We gotta we gotta re-up our sleeper league as well. That's wrong. I'll make a note of that. Uh Joanne Taylor to the Chiefs, I think, has to be up there as well, just because they are imperious and adding and strengthening in that space, I think, is smart, poker, and I love it, and it's just an automatic pro ball level fit in there. They're going to get even better. Uh, Alright, let's go last week. Let's go to the head coach on the hottest seat. Because okay. we love a head coach hot seat chan on this mm. show. Now, I think Campbell, and look, and let me preface this, and we'll get our of Marit Lava coming back on the show soon as well, our friend, of course. Uh, and he's big, big Lions fan. Big Lions fan. I... Love them, I, we all love Campbell. We all love the golf redemption story. The way they play football, they got hometown players in there. They've had decades of disaster. Like everybody's rooting for the Lions, and so I'm not trying to rain on that parade. And I do to to the point earlier on who's going <laughs> to win the North. I, I Put your think...
0: umbrellas up, Lions fans. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, I think it's one of those situations where. Campbell is gonna be under pressure. If if they if things go badly at the get-go, and let's say, despite all the hype and all the potential and everything else, they're suddenly two and five, they're going to Thanksgiving kind of three and whatever. They'll do the maths when Thanksgiving comes around. And of course, the Thanksgiving game. I think if they if they lose that Thanksgiving game and they're basically out of the playoffs, even if mathematically they're not, I think Campbell it, it, it is a danger because i don't think there is yet the belief that he is a legitimate modern era nfl head coach in the way that other well i mean if you look at minnesota and you look at rightly or wrongly and it's the way he's built and the way that he's uh you know he's old school and you've got the hard knocks and the Opening press conference as well. Campbell is coming from a place of retro, old school, smash mouth football. Fairly or unfairly, there I think the jury's out on his ability as a head coach. Whereas someone like O'Connell, well, he played with Belichick. He's an offensive genius. Look at all the stories that came out last season with the Vikings. Look at how brilliant he, mind he is in terms of what he's doing here with this Vikings offense. And and that's not to say he wasn't doing that, but I just think that in terms of buzz there's a lot of negativity still fairly or unfairly around Campbell's legitimacy as a head coach Mm -hmm. other names on the list. Well, I think, I think Vrabel has to be, and I love Vrabel. A long time listeners to the show will know he's one of my favorites, but I think if the, if the Titans are struggling again, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think the Titans should roll with Vrabel like the Steelers roll with Tomlin. I think there is, he's undoubtedly is, and the same criticisms were around Vrabel as around Campbell, despite the belichick connection he's old school he's a defensive mind he's a guy he's a players coach he's he's too tight with them he's not you know sophisticated enough to be a modern era nfl head coach and vrabel's shown him otherwise i think they should back him but i'm worried that they won't if things and obviously dysfunctional franchises elements shown there and the other one, the most obvious one, is 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 McCarthy, right? I think. Yes. Speaking of dysfunctional franchises, yeah. I, think, I think Jerry will tire quickly if uh, if they struggle. Any, I agree. With that, any other names you think I'm missing on that? Yeah, I think there's one that I think
0: deserves a mention, and I think it's Brandon Staley. I think mm. you
1: can't lose
0: in that fashion that late in the season so spectacularly two years in a row and not be put under a bit of pressure because you've got kellen moore coming as you know offensive uh, quarterback's coach whatever um i think they're lining him up to take the job and i think you can only not get justin herbert's into the uh, justin herbert into the playoffs so many years before you're like we're wasting this guy now
1: yeah that's a great shout uh that is a great shout because again he was has been a darling of the the media but yeah i um but you got to oh, win
0: football games, and if you're to... going to lose a 27-0 point lead to the Jags, and then let the Raiders beat you in overtime, mm, Chargers fans aren't going to be happy for long. I tell you that.
1: I like that you got to win football games line. I think you should record that and send that as motivation to Dan Staley. Yeah, <laughs> Just... I know. I don't that... know why
0: they don't have me on Monday Night Football with stuff like that. <laughs> <mate. laughs> i rather. I think it's more like locker room material. You got to win football games. Classic um... Trent Dilfer. He goes, "You cannot." lose games in the NFL and win like
1: <laughs> <laughs> classic Dale oh. for that one on a bloody teacup shout out to the Sky Sports BBL crew it's the playoff final incidentally this Sunday at the O2 cannot wait for that there's going to be what 20,000 British basketball fans in the house Lions Riders we're going to be there it's the WBBL game first in the BBL game all the crew are going to be there and I mentioned it because uh, Mike Tuck uh, one of our crew of course a British basketball legend uh there was a t- show we were doing and it was me tuck and kieran achara another of course british basketball legend um uh, and tuck gave that answer i think it was that effective so mike it was a kind of quickly just and i probably even said quickly because then it was getting the hard cat to get to the break just quickly sum up how the phoenix could beat the lions tonight <laughs> his answer was on the lines of well i mean they got a score they got to score more points. They got to. Score- <laughs> Kieran and Tuck go back to when they were high school kids. They're at the same, uh, same school together as, as basketball scholars, right? And that's incredible because Tuck's Canadian. Kieran's from Scotland, you know. And here they are all these years later, brought together on the show. And uh, yeah, there is, as you imagine, uh, quite a lot of good spiel between the two. And that was one that. Kieran had a, had fun with but Tuck uh, Tuck sends himself up as well so it'd be great to see the fellas it will be a nice way to wrap the season up shout out to Dan and, and Drew Nasker of course as well and Siobhan what a heavyweight crew they are alright last but not least the draft pick most likely to make an impact from the get-go the draft okay. pick most likely to make an impact from the get-go
0: I feel like I covered this slightly already when I mentioned the tight ends earlier, and I feel like one of them will make an impact because of all the reasons I mentioned. I I just want to slightly spin the question and say personally, from a personal point of view, there is a draft pick, a second round draft pick who I hope does not make an impact. Um, And it's quite a controversial one, I guess, because it's Jake Moody. Michigan kicker taken second round by the Niners. And the only reason I don't want him to succeed is this. I met and became quite good friends during this offseason with Zane Gonzalez, who was the previous Carolina and Arizona kicker who literally just got traded to the Niners in the offseason. And he moved his whole life down there. Uh, you know, we were chatting. I was like, oh, this is great for you. Stop measuring up for your ring, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, when they drafted the kicker, I was like, bro, WTF. And he's, just, he's just like, we'll see what happens in camp. And then I just sent him, <laughs> yeah. I just sent him a picture of Tonya Harding. Um,
1: <laughs> oh man, um, that must be, it's like, um, who was it? Was it? Um, oh my God. Who was the. Um... Aguayo. And this
0: is why we want to talk about this. Right. So when I first met Zane, okay. And this is, okay. I will do this story to end because this is oh, actually quite a funny anecdote. So. Good. Um, I met Zane this off season through a friend um, and I was saying to him oh um, because he came to London with the Browns in his rookie year in the classic famous 0 16 year the Browns played in London right Right. and so we were talking about the 0 16 Browns and Hugh Jackson and I was like oh we used to have a show called the NBL show and we interviewed Hugh Jackson um, and basically asked him you know blah 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 and he was like oh I'd love to see that um and I was like oh and also funnily enough we also had a kicker on called Roberto Aguayo who used to analyze missed kicks on our show in a segment called Aguayo why did he miss hilarious still one of the best names of any nice. segment of all time that
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah I would love to bring that back um Aguayo subsequently ghosted me no idea why um And anyway, so we were talking about Roberto Aguayo, blah, 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 forget about it. We're talking about Hugh Jackson. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll see the video. So I pull it up on YouTube, scrubbing to the bit where the video starts with Hugh Jackson. And before it, wouldn't you believe it, was an Aguayo, why did he miss section? So I'm like, oh, check it out. This is what we were talking about. It's like, oh great. What's the first kick we chose to analyze on Aguiar? Why did he miss? Uh, this is Zane Gonzalez from the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals missing. It. I was like, I did not plan that. Uh, I'm uh, very no. sorry. Uh-oh. Uh, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. he's just looking at um, me like, mm, What
1: are you doing, bro? <laughs> oh, um. I love it. I love it. Well, hopefully he'll land. Um, we love a bit of punter news on this show. So maybe we should extend this to some kicker, kicker news and follow. See where Zane Gonzalez. There's always the XFL. You can, you can remind Zane. Hey, look, kickers are always just hang around, keep sharp week five. You will be, uh, you'll be getting the call. Um, I think I love, you mentioned Joe Porter Jr. I love him going to the Steelers. I think that's a great, I mean, I just think yeah, that is sense. perfect. I mean, not just obviously because dad was there, but Tomlin, he'll hit the ground running. Bijan I've talked to death about why I love that and I think Devin Witherspoon you mentioned him and, and going with Carol we're talking about great fits all of those three I think love it, straightforward, automatic because remember the question the most impact from the get go so mm. quarterbacks eh, not so much mm. and I like all of those and more. what do you think at the NC show is how you get in touch with us fire him in. like I said we're catching up with our Mike later in the week a Friday record for that uh, and we'll probably drop it Saturday I think uh, so get your questions in plenty of time to get your questions in for him, but also reaction to any or all of the talking points on this show at the NC show. And we'll deep dive into a few of those as well. And I'm sure. Get, uh That over to iron Mike and get his take on it all. Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure. I particularly liked uh, when you rocked out. I and Mike style actually, may I say, out of the record, into another room and came back. That's Carlson-esque in, in isolation there, so I love that. Uh, get involved with National Vintage League. I'll put the links in the show notes or propo well. Will. Uh, and you can get involved with all of that. And What's going on with you off season wise? Getting set do you start when you start talking about the Channel Five show and things you and Ash are gonna do for that for next season Uh
0: well first obviously budget needs to get confirmed for that and then yeah. and then we'll get renewed things crossed. Um that yeah. will right we'll find that out in August. So like yeah. at the moment it's a bit of the sort of like the doldrums off season for us because now the draft's over it's you know, really three, four months until stuff really happens in football again um there's the baseball coming up in june so we're going to do some pop-ups for the mlb that's going to be going on at um london stadium um we're working with a company a sneaker company called uh the edit london um to potentially collab being their sportswear arm because they're a, a reselling um platform so that could be quite interesting um but yeah in general we're just uh, looking forward to the summer looking forward to inviting people down to the warehouse um please feel free to come down if you hear this and you're in south london and uh yeah just
1: uh stay in touch love know. that man and we will do yeah i will talk to jay bell unlikely we're gonna get host but i'll talk i'll talk to jay bell and we'll come we'll try and come down for a summer a summertime visit that sounds fun look after yourself bro take care See See you soon. thank you lovely stuff from chris milner he will be back you can count on that we'll probably get down to the warehouse at some point in the not too distant future and as i said on the main bit of the show we're back later on this week with iron mike and a bumper mailbag special there's lots of your questions already in keep them coming in at the nc show and we'll do our very best to get into them on the show with iron mike that's recording friday dropping the weekend we'll see you then bye for now Podcast Network.